On today's show, Draymond Green goes off on everybody. Joel Embiid trolls the Sixers again, or is he? And more craziness in the NBA. We'll talk about that and more today's Locked On NBA. Let's go. You are Locked On NBA, your daily NBA podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome. You are locked on to the NBA. My name is Nick Engstead, host of the Locked On Mavericks podcast. Thanks for being part of the show, making Locked On NBA your first listen every day. Be an everydayer. Subscribe and follow for free. Just search Locked On NBA wherever you get your podcasts or on YouTube, where the best way you can help us grow the show is to listen every day and to comment anything below. Let us know how out of line is Draymond Green. You can follow along with some of our questions on here. And joining me, as always, on a Thursday, host of Locked On Bulls, what you got for me, Pat, the designer? When Kevin Garnett's the guy who's bringing peace to the timeline, you know that it's wild out here. Real Kevin Garnett or fake Kevin Garnett? Whichever one is more angry. Uh, (laughs) The answer is both. They're both angry. (laughs) They are Mark Ruffalo at the end of Avengers 1. I'm always angry. I'm always angry. On today's show, we're going to try something different. We usually do a segment at the end of every Thursday show where we count it up. Where we count it up. We count out the most interesting, fun things in the NBA. There's not any real huge stories going on right now that the guys didn't cover yesterday or the day before that or that. And so we're going to count it up the entire show today. We're going to count it up for all the show. We're going to go through some of those interesting, fun things in the NBA, including we'll talk about Joel Embiid or Joel Troel Embiid. Trolling the Sixers, or maybe is he going to change? Is he going to go win a championship with somebody else? Evan Fournier goes off on your boy Tibbs. <laughs> We've got another Tibbs reference on Locked On NBA Thursdays. Mitch Kupchaks thinks the Hornets can be a playoff team. Dennis Schroeder called out Maxi Kleba on the German national team. Grant Williams versus Jason Tatum. And uh, some actual NBA news. The Thunder did sign Mark Dagnall to a contract extension. So we'll, we'll see if we get to that. Why is and, Mark getting shafted? What's the thing? Well, can't get a segment? Mark he got an extension. Segment. His day is going fine. He doesn't need us to talk about him. But let's start here. Draymond Green had a week. A week of just, hey, I signed my extension. Four years, $100 million. I'm back with the Warriors. Gold run, gold blooded, all that. He's calling out everybody, and it starts with Jordan Poole, where he started by saying this. I don't just hit people. I don't just hit people. Dialogue, of course, happens over time. You're not just triggered by something that fast. We know that you don't there, we know stuff that you don't say amongst men. Um, this was the start of his rehashing the beef with Jordan Poole and you know with, with Draymond Green. He said this on the Patrick Beverly podcast. He said a bunch of things on the Patrick Beverly podcast. But what are your thoughts on, on Draymond Green saying, uh, I don't just hit people. <laughs> Here's the thing. One, I do agree with him. I think that that more happened throughout the time because of, I, I don't care what nobody says, go back and watch that punch. You just watch the rest of the Warriors team be like, I saw it. <laughs> like, it I knew it like, God, finally <laughs> happened. Yeah. Like, oh, gee, watch it. Finally. <laughs> Uh, but my the best part about that interview, I don't care what anybody says. When he says, I don't just hit people. If y'all want to see what Chicago is, watch Patrick Beverly just go, right. <laughs> that was the epitome. <laughs> so much was said in that one word. It's the right with the look off. Like, like Pat Bev said so much with that right right there. Doug. I'm not going to lie to you. It was my favorite part. Listen. 
uh, Draymond was kind of leaving everybody alone. And then all of a sudden, um, Pat Bev, you knew he was going to go to this. And I just, I, I love it personally, because to me, the funniest part of all of this is I'm still kind of on Draymond's side in this because sometimes people need to get reminded that like, you can't just say what you want and continue through your life. I'm sorry. That's not how the real world works. <laughs> and how every other Warriors player on that team reacted tells me that's what Jordan Poole was doing. Just like, hey, man, I'm better than you because I make more money. And everybody else like, you're going to get hit. <laughs> and we, we got a conclusion to this. Jordan Poole's on a different team now. We don't need to rehash this over and over again. And yet Draymond Green is bringing this back up or, or being asked about it and talking about it and going and like extending the story, furthering the story going along, talking about, you know, we know that there's stuff you don't say amongst men. I don't just get triggered just by my teammate saying something. You know, it will take a long time. Basically, just keep, like, he continues to throw Jordan Poole under the bus and under the bus and drive the bus. And then, like, or he, he gets Kevin, sorry, he gets Kevin Durant to drive the bus and to drive, yeah. to drive it over Jordan Poole as the bus driver. And he keeps bringing it up. But Jordan Poole's dad took it a step further with this beef Anthony Poole on Twitter responded to this clip and said, I'm stand on this. That's it. That's some BS. JP was his guy and he avoided me all last year. He is a soft B and I'm standing on this and he didn't apologize to me and my wife. So he lame and me and him can meet anytime he want on a scale of zero to five caps. How, how, how far is Jordan Poole's dad going with this? I mean, listen, at the end of the day, we know that the one guy who's not the B is the one that knocked out your son. Uh, I mean, like, I'm just saying. Um, listen, nobody's running up on it. And, and listen, I don't know how big Anthony Poole is. I mean, Jordan Poole's not small, so maybe Tony Poole's pretty big. Jordan Poole, I, his picture is there, and I, I looked it up because I was like, is he? maybe he's like Jokic's brother. Maybe he's yeah. like massive. Yeah. He's the same height as Jordan Poole. So what, he's like 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, Six five, okay, and he's, yeah, a, no. and he's a big dude. He's, he's a big, big dude. dude, but I think Draymond would be okay. <laughs> I, I just, I mean, like, here's the thing: nobody's gonna fight anybody. This is the thing. I just went through an interesting situation that's fairly similar to this. When people go low, you sometimes did. you just gotta go high. And this is a situation where they go in low, and Anthony uh, Poole is trying to go down the hill with him. And it's like Draymond's not going to sit here and meet you in a dark alley and you guys are going <laughs> to throw hands on this and that's how it's going to finish out. It's not going to be the case. Enjoy your son's time in Washington. You know, they'll find some models to put on the sideline for him or something like that. Who's from Washington for him to look at so he can start putting up 50? I don't know. Like it, oh, the, it, v, it, this, the VP, whole, right? Isn't, isn't that the new joke? <laughs> that's that's all he's got. Yeah, I mean, like, it, that's that's what this is going to end up being. <laughs> And you knew they weren't going to be able to coexist any further. And guess what? They went with the guy who's been there for four championships instead of the guy that's been there for one. Yeah. And that it seemed like everybody at a certain point was fed up with. And they just said, hey, let's just get off this guy. Let's bring in Chris Paul, who then uh, we'll talk about here in a second. But Draymond responded to Anthony Poole and said, that's so cute. It's impossible to avoid you in an arena for a year, champ. I got to get my family and my family from that family room every game and stop using those words that usually don't go over well amongst men. What are your thoughts on the amongst men from Draymond Green? It seems like it's his new word now that he he's decided to use. 
That's the, here's the thing about I will say this we gotta we gotta start doing this in the NBA right There's always amongst this, podcasters There's always this stigma that and and it is true right You don't call nobody outside their name There's certain words that don't go over well amongst men But in these arenas Draymond Green calls people a B uh, LeBron James has called people bees uh, You know like all these guys that Tony get so Brothers has called Spencer Dinwiddie that. Yeah, all these guys, well, you got to watch out for Tony Brothers out here. All these guys that get so upset by these words are also the guys that are using these words, and we've seen it on camera. You can't hide. I don't know if y'all know this, but we're watching basketball games in 4K. We basically are sitting next to you on the court at this point. So, like, the whole, like, as a man, yeah, like, I, I understand what you're saying. I agree with what you're saying, but I've also seen you use those words towards players on the court. So th there's five caps on both sides here. Are we done with this? Are we done with the Jordan Poole, Draymond Green thing? I think it'll keep getting brought up. It'll get brought up the first game that the Warriors play against the Wizards. Yeah. It'll keep happening. It There will be something will happen between them on the court when the Warriors played the Wizards at a certain point. Like, I don't think we're done with it. It's just going to keep getting brought up. And it also... Brings us to this point where we can look back at some of these. And say, well, did that, did that moment, did that ruin the, the Warriors chemistry? Yeah, I think so. We can look back at the Kevin Durant moment with Draymond Green and say, did this moment mess with their chemistry? Yes. So yeah. now we're at this point with Draymond Green where my, my one point, I guess, in all of the, the Jordan Poole stuff, and then we'll talk about the Chris Paul and the KG stuff later, is that now if something happens with Draymond Green and a teammate, we can now look at precedent, multiple precedents now of yeah. if some, if an incident happens with Draymond and a teammate, it's going to mess with the Warriors. And I, the Warriors decided that they're okay with that and they, they're bringing him back and they kind of didn't have a choice. And now here we are with that. Well, I mean, they've won a championship and gone to a Western Conference Finals after every time that he like pisses off the teammate that everybody's like, <laughs> you got to pick Dray you got to pick him over Draymond, right? So and if that works, it works. It, it works for him. That's that's what it is at the end of the day. And so coming up, let's talk about the other beefs Draymond Green had. We'll talk about his beef with Chris Paul, his beef with fake Kevin Garnett, and then real Kevin Garnett, and we'll talk about that uh, coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about FanDuel. FanDuel is uh, the uh, America's number one sports book. Number one sports book in our heart. Take your first swing at betting MLB on FanDuel. Get 10 times your first bet amount in bonus bets up to $200. That's right. Just bet 20 bucks and you'll land $200 in bonus bets. Win or lose. Go check it out on FanDuel. FanDuel.com slash lockdown. They have all kinds of stuff. Last week, Pat and I did a whole bunch of FanDuel odds about the, uh, the, about the playoffs, about the MVP, about rookie of the year, and all kinds of things like that. Looks like they have regular season wins. They have wins totals now. Uh, Pat's Chicago Bulls over under 36 and a half. My oh. Dallas Mavericks still not on the, oh, here they are. They are on the board lower, which is weird. Uh, 44 and a half for the Dallas Mavericks. They don't have them in alphabetical order. I was expecting that. Uh, so you can, you can go check out that and you can use your no sweat first bet on that as well. Check out and get, you can get $200. If you just bet 20 bucks, you can get 10 times your money back. Fanduel.com slash locked on. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us on Lockdown NBA, being part of this show, listening every day, being an everydayer. We have a Lockdown NBA show that covers your team every day. I cover Lockdown Mavericks. Pat does Lockdown Bulls with Hayes. And we have one for your favorite team as well. Check the link in the description below. But, Pat, we're continuing our Count It Up, where we count out the most interesting, funny, 
uh, weird stories in the NBA, including Draymond Green, who, uh, you know, I don't just hit people. he doesn't just hit people. He does other <laughs> stuff, too. He also said on the Pat Beverly podcast about his new teammate, Chris Paul. I've said publicly, I didn't like Chris Paul. I'm just not going to be like, oh, man, that changed now that he's my teammate. No, I look forward to talking again amongst men. I look forward to working with an adult. Is this Chris Paul and Draymond Green teammate experience ruined from the start? I don't know if it's ruined from the start. I think that it'll be very much like it'll be very listen. The the reason that the the Warriors lost last season isn't because Draymond Green punched Jordan Poole in the face. The reason they lost because they couldn't win a road game. Uh, and guess what? They, they continued rebounds. on throughout the playoffs. They couldn't win road games the entire time. Um, I think that at the end of the day, sometimes it is a job for these guys and they can come in and they can work and they can work together on a basketball court. That doesn't mean that they're the best of friends. Heck, one of the greatest examples is Dennis Rodman talking about his relationship with Jordan and Pippen. They won three championships together. Dennis said, we never talked to each other after practice. We never talked to each other after the game. There was nothing to say. We are, we went to work. We got the job done. Sometimes that really is just the case. I don't think that the relationship or whatever that needs to be is going to be an issue because at the end of the day, Steph is still here. Clay is still here. Dre is still here. That's the relationship that needs to be on point while adding in a guy like Andrew Wiggins adding in I mean Chris Paul to me is coming here to be to make the bench players that you weren't able to utilize better that's his role to me on this team you I want to see Chris I want to see Chris Paul make Jonathan Kaminga playable that's all I want to see I just want to know that Jonathan can be every time he gets on the court, this guy can play basketball. Steve Kerr is like, I hate him. We can't put him out there. <laughs> like why? Like why? It doesn't make sense. So I, I think that um, there's kind of not to say there's going to be a separation, but I think Chris Paul's role is kind of defined on this team already. And as a professional, he'll be able to execute it on the court. I don't think this, I don't think this necessarily matters. I do agree with Draymond in that. Hey, I work, I look forward to working with an adult. I think Chris Paul will be that Chris Paul has had mm-hmm. beefs with everybody and he's played with almost everybody now. So he's made it work with everybody that probably had a problem with him at some point in his career. But the thing that I'm, I'm interested in is how will this will affect warriors fans accepting Chris Paul as part of their team. I think they will eventually it's what fans do. They eventually yeah. accept the player onto their team, but if there's just like an us and them and Chris Paul has already shown signs of like aging and the Suns fans were kind of turning on him last year because of, you know, his play, especially his play in the playoffs and things like that. That's why they were not sad just to see him go at the, yeah. in this off season. And so I'm curious what the relationship is going to be like if Draymond's already saying, you know, I, I didn't like him. Warriors fans don't like Chris Paul either. And if Draymond's like, well, I'm not backing down and just changing my mind, then I wonder if that's going to change it. And uh, you can go listen to Lockdown Warriors and see if Cyrus think has, about has changed his mind about him or not yet. Think about this. This is the first time in Chris Paul's life that he's not being relied on. Like, he's got to come in and produce. But if Chris Paul goes out in the playoffs, it's still Steph, Dre, and Clay. I think that the Booker KD Warriors, or Booker KD Suns was, was that for him. Well, he, he didn't play much. What he, he played, he wasn't relied on, which, which, which was to your point. I mean, we just saw. But I mean, just but I mean, I'm, I'm saying like, wasn't he? I don't think, I don't think that dynamic of that team played much together at all because of how much he was injured the entire time. Like when KD got there, how much did they play together? Because KD ended up being hurt pretty much right oh. away. Yeah, but they never and then lost I a regular. Say, 
Don't ask a Suns fan. They never lost a regular season game with Kim. <laughs> never <laughs> lost. Never <laughs> lost. Like all seven, all seven of them. No, we got to get to the other. So the Chris Paul thing was another beef. And then the fake NBA cent- Centrell quote that came out about Kevin Garnett. Centrell. NBA How do you know my cousin? <laughs> not NBA young boy. NBA Centrell. <laughs> uh, NBA Centel, which is not the, which is the fake NBA Central account that is also a fake NBA account, posted this fake KG quote. Quote, Draymond, fake quote. Draymond punching Jordan Poole is like a senior punching a freshman who is half his size and then walking around talking himself up like he's that. Come try me, Dre. The real Draymond Green then quote tweeted this NBA Centel account and said, I tried you when I was a rookie, KG, while you started talking to yourself like I wasn't talking to you. What's that like? The freshman picking a senior citizen that's double his size? KG immediately notices that it's a fake NBA Central account and said, that's a fake tweet at Elon Musk. See what is ha- see what the F is happening with this. Uh, why is Draymond Green just like coming up with beefs on everybody here? Even a fake KG quote. Nick, it's the offseason. Even for Draymond <laughs> Green, there's got to be content when you got a podcast, bro. Who are you telling this to? It's got to be enough. It's got to be enough content. You know what I mean? Um, I think here's the thing, though. Here's here's what that tells you. There probably is a, and was when he played a beef with KG. Yeah, I mean, like Draymond's that guy. Draymond's the he is the next Kevin Garnett. He is the next name, Charles whatever. Barkley. Charles Barkley. Like the the beef is is a mental game for him. It's a okay, this is how I get hyped about it. You think he's not competing with guys who aren't competing on an NBA floor? Now he's in talk space areas. That's just gonna carry over. These are things that are gonna stick around. This is this is sports entertainment. At the end of the day. And for me, I I love the fact that he was ready to go. Maybe here's the thing, though. I will say this, and I'll give Draymond Green credit for one thing. He is somebody who kind (laughs) of learns from his mistakes in the media world. Welcome to the uh, art of getting uh, catfished by a tweet. (laughs) Got to make sure that you know and you read what those ats are. Because we've all had that uh, tweet that came out from Adam Sefter. And we're like, oh, that's the one. Adrian Wojnarowski. You know I mean, like, oh, my God, we got DeMar DeRozan to the Dallas Mavericks. Oh, boy, here we go. At Woj ASPN. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we've all been there. So what? Like, Ari I, Abraham, do, dropping learned, dimes 20. We've Dropping learned, dimes 50. We've all been. No, nah, dropping that. No, don't you dare disrespect dropping dimes. <laughs> dropping it, dimes. He's falling off a little bit. I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. He's falling off a little bit. Dropping dimes early on was so on point. We thought it was Nick. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, all right. Of the Draymond beefs. What's the beefiest current Draymond beef? Draymond and the pool family. Draymond and Chris Paul. Draymond and fake and real KG. What's the beefiest one? I'm not answering that question. That sounds crazy. (laughs) What's the beefiest one? What are we doing here, Doc? (laughs) <laughs> what, is, what is Grady Dick on the team? Anyway, uh, but I think Pause. that uh, what's I, the, okay? I, what's what's the what's the most legitimate one? Let's do it that way. What's the most legitimate beef? Probably probably the uh, the the Chris Paul one because I think that has real ramifications. Jordan Poole. I mean, like, listen, Jordan. The Jordan Poole beef is in Jordan Poole's court. At this point, he's got to fight him, right? Like, there's got to be That's an it. on what, court. 
there's got to be an on-court fight, right? Like, and at the end of the day, that helps, right? Like, he takes a major piece away from the Warriors. There might be a strategy in that for Jordan Poole. Like, oh, trade me, will you? Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> you got to do a little something. Uh, but I think the Chris Paul one may be the one that has the most legs because it's the one that has the the potential to possibly hurt the team. It's the only one he's going to run into more than twice a year. Like yeah. he's only going to play Jordan Poole twice next year. KG has no like I don't know if KG's if does his show travel? I don't think so. Like I don't but he'll probably end up no, on they his travel. Remember they were in Vegas and Paul Pierce was uh <laughs> trying to trying to promote the girlfriend for the day. <laughs> I can give you a card. I can give you a card, and she, you can have it. What's happening, Paul? <laughs> probably, he'll probably end up on KG's show. Uh, yeah, the Chris Paul one seems to be at least the most like legitimate that it has a chance to change the, the NBA season. All right, coming up, yeah. let's talk about Joel Embiid. I got a bunch of other stuff, too. We'll do rapid fire coming up. All right, Pat, we've got a ton more to get into today. We're doing Count It Up, the whole show, where we count out the most interesting, fun things in the NBA, including Joel Embiid in an interview with Maverick Carter on a stage in front of real people said, quote, I just want to win a championship, whatever it takes. I don't know where that's going to be, whether it's Philly or anywhere else that's going to be. It's not easy, but every single day I work towards it. Joel Embiid then changed his middle name on Twitter to Troel, and tweeted, I've lost my place as the best troll here, though, and it went to Daryl Morey. My question is, on a scale of zero to five caps, how much was Joel Embiid actually trolling the Sixers, or you think he's considering leaving? I, I, I think he's considering leaving. Um, and, and here's the reason why, because there's... <laughs> How many situations is Joel going to have to go through where you just look at the front office and you say, can I get some consistent help that's going to want to be here? Like how many times are you right? Like the the one guy that I guess that they wanted to keep around, and they sided with Ben. Joel wanted Jimmy. Joel wanted Jimmy. Think about that. I wanted Jimmy. I literally publicly said I want Jimmy Butler. You got me, James Harden, and you got me Ben Simmons and <laughs> Tobias Harris. And guess what? Jimmy Butler's been to the NBA Finals twice since then. I wanted Jimmy. <laughs> and so I think that there was always this, okay, we got rid of Jimmy. We're going to move past that. We're going to get to a point where we're back in the ECF consistently. We're going to get the right coaches in place, blah, blah, blah. And that just hasn't materialized. So I think that Joel Embiid is speaking from a place of honesty when he says, listen, at the end of the day, I want to win, and I don't care where that happens. I think he's starting to see a future without the Sixers, right? And when you start thinking that, you start looking, hey, you know, it could be here, could be somewhere else. I don't know what that's going to be, whether it's Philly or anywhere else. It's literally what he said. He's starting to see, because he was the Sixers' son, right? You talk about the process Sixers. You talk about these, you know, th this young Sixers team, even going back to, you know, it was, it was him, and then, you know, they brought in Okafor, they brought in Nerlens Noel, they, you know, Ben Simmons, and then it was like, all right, we're all coming up together. It was Markel Fultz, we're all coming yeah. up together, and I'm the guy. And this is my city, and I love this place. And now he's starting to think, man, we're just going to keep running this through over and over again. Look at what happened with, look at what happened with Jimmy. He goes to Miami, yeah. and Jimmy looks super happy. Look at what happened with KD. He got his way three different times now. <laughs> it's like leaving places. LeBron. Yeah. 
got his way several different times going to Cleveland, or going back to Cleveland, then going to the Lakers and getting his way and getting being happy in the place where he is. And I think he's trying to find that. And he's starting to now think that maybe that won't be in Philadelphia. Think about all the things he's gone through. This popped in my head when you were talking about the, like, the front office upheaval and everything. Remember Brian Colangelo? Remember his collar? Remember his burners? Remember all that stuff? Like that, so many things. I forgot has, about that. Actually. So many things has Joel Embiid gone through in his career. The Ben Simmons saga, the Jimmy Butler thing, the Markel Fultz situation. Remember Markel Fultz couldn't shoot? Yeah. Like all of a sudden he gets drafted. Remember, I mean, there's just been so many weird things in, in Embiid's career. And then they keep getting knocked out in the second round. They've been knocked out in the second round every year, except for that one year they got swept. It just, it just, when is it going to end? And so I'm saying that this is, this is four caps for me that I think he really, I think he's, he's not trolling. Like I think I'm calling him, I'm calling him on it, that he was actually thinking about it slipped and tried to cover it as a troll. Yeah. A hundred percent. No, I, I, and, and that's the weirdest part about all of it is that even coming into this season, remember James Harden's probably getting moved in some way, shape or form. Maybe Sixers aren't. The Sixers aren't getting better. Like, he, there's no he, yeah. deal. There's nothing that we've heard about where we're like, yeah, that makes them a better basketball team. Like, they're not going to get better. They're literally just going to lose another asset that you were like, well, I mean, he could put up 20. Like, I don't love it, but he can put up 20. 20 and 10. I, I mean, he, he was 20 and 10 last year. He led the league yeah. in assists. All right. I think we have time for, like, one or two more. Do you want Fournier on Thibodeau? Mitch Kupchak on the Hornets making the playoffs. Dennis Schroeder on Maxi Kleba. Grant Williams on Jason Tatum. Uh, let's go uh, Grant Williams on Jason Tatum for a 1,000 there, Nick. Grant Williams is now playing against Jason Tatum. Grant Williams on the Dallas Mavericks. Jason Tatum still on the Boston Celtics. Uh, it's still only 19. He Grant Williams said, I'm going to bust He's your <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to bust your ass when we play Dallas. Tatum told Grant at dinner last week. And then Grant Williams said, you think you can't go left. I'm going to go. I'm going to be physical with you. You're going to go cry to the referees. And uh, Grant said he'll miss these interactions the most with Jason Tatum. Who, whose side are you on in this one? Grant Williams or Jason Tatum? (laughs) This is insane to say. Give me Grant. Whoa. Listen, hear me out. Boston, you know this. You could be as upset as you want. Can't go left. He can't. He can't. We watched it. We're talking about Two. Jason Tatum, not Jalen Brown. Yeah, same. Two. Pl- I, I I implore y'all to go back, and I did this. I implore y'all to go back and watch the last three games of that Miami versus Boston series and look <laughs> how stark the difference is in him going to the right. When he goes to the right, he's unstoppable. He literally is. Like, Jimmy Butler literally had no answers when he was guarding him. There was nobody on the Heat that had any chance slowing him down when he got to go right. When he went left, it was such a completely different story. Both guys. And I think that's why Boston has so many deficiencies with it. Can Kristaps Porzingis go left? Is there? Is there do they have three guys Wait, that can go left? Go under? left doing what? <laughs> <laughs> He just goes left. He doesn't do anything with it. He just goes left. No, I just like he's like I, Zoolander. I'm, he I'm, can't. He can't even make a left turn. He's got to do three right. Now here, here's the problem. I agree with Grant Williams, and so I'm siding with him in this aspect. The wow. problem is with the this. Miami Heat. It was he can't go left because there was also backside help that was causing issues when Tatum went left. That was forcing turnovers. 
you're you cover the Mavericks. There's not a lot of backside defensive help on that team. Unless Derek Lively is really good from day one, you are correct. Yeah, there, it's not going to happen. Uh, there's not so, backside help it, there at all. It the, might still be Tatum might still be right in the end, but he won't be doing it going left. Yeah, give me Jason Tatum in this one. Like, give me the guy that averaged 30 points a game <laughs> last year. I'll take that guy if he can't go right or not. But I'm going loving, right. But <laughs> if you can. If you can score 30 points a game just going right in the end, hey, all the power you're, you're to you. You're pretty good. Like, you're pretty, it's pretty good. good. It's a pretty good right. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, incredible. Let's actually talk about the the OKC Thunder. They signed Mark Dagnall to a contract extension today, according to Adrian Wojnarowski. My question is just simply, how bright is the Thunder's future? Uh, I, I like this signing. I thought that this was an excellent signing for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, I think that he's really gotten the most out of what this team can be. And he's really, I mean, like he's hes impressed me with how he's developed some of these guys, how Lou Dort's game has been able to develop, how he's put them in a position to be really, really successful. Uh, I remember, what was it? He got hired two years ago, I believe. Yeah, because we got Billy Donovan. Um, he got hired, you know, when, when he came in, everybody went, did the same thing. Who? Like, you know what I mean? Like, everybody did the same thing, but he's done a really good job with this OKC team. I mean, you look at a guy like Shea being on that team, and it's only because it's the Thunder and they were probably the fourth or fifth storyline out west. Shea played well enough to be an MVP conversation. He played well enough to be an MVP candidate, and I think that there's a lot of people that would argue with you that, he was a better MVP candidate than Joel Embiid was. He just didn't have the same storyline based on his play. But I think that he's done a good job, uh, uh, and that is a that is a contract that he definitely absolutely earned. Dagnall just finished his third season with the Thunder, and yeah. they went forty and forty two. They made the play in last year over the over the, over the Dallas Mavericks, uh, which Grant Williams hopes that he can fix. But this is the one team that one we've. Left. This is like one team that we've seen in the last couple of years do the two timelines thing kind of and like all right we're gonna try to be good and also develop our guys at the same time now they didn't have the amount of vets that a warriors team or or somebody like that but they were able to still be good and develop at the same time that's so that's so hard to do every time every time the bulls played probably and every time the mavs played the thunder you had a team that looked organized that were playing good defense that were out there going dang why can't this team why can't the Mavs go out there and play defense like that they are undersized and they have these guys that are young and all that and then the excuses that are made for young players on other teams that excuses that are made for young players you know on the Mavericks and other teams they're not made for the Thunder players the Thunder players go out there and they're expected to to go out there and win that's what made SGA really good I think Josh Giddey is only 21 and he's out there playing crunch time minutes in in playing games you have uh yeah, like Jalen Williams was incredible last year when he, you know, J- wing Jalen Williams was playing for them and he went out and he destroyed the summer league and you see how good he is. Like they've just nailed some of this. Their rebuild has been so good. They've got a ton of assets going forward. And I think Dagnall has been a really good, has done a really good job in there. So there's a, there's a, there's a situation where like, there's a scenario, a multiverse out there where it's like a Steven Silas type or somebody else that is a, a Luke Walton type that has, that comes in with this team and they're still bad last year. And that didn't yep. happen. And I think some of it is it, some of it has to go to coaching and think that he did a great job coaching. So this is a great, a great extension. I'm excited for it. Excited for what the future brings for the Thunder. And uh happy that we got through this this lockdown NBA. And uh 
<laughs> we didn't say anything to get fired. Guys, thanks so much for hanging out with us on Lockdown NBA. And uh, join us tomorrow. We have Tony East and we have Hayes from Lockdown Bulls breaking yeah. down some more NBA stuff. Guys, thanks so much for listening to us on Lockdown NBA. Bye-bye. Boom.